This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back, Becky Oldelli, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Thursday morning as we get set for week seven in the NFL. Starts tonight with Thursday Night Football, the Broncos and the Browns. It's going to be Case Keenum against Teddy Bridgewater, and we're all ready for that game and may probably an under on that spot tonight. Let's talk some NFL week seven here. Simon Hunter of the Action Network, he's joining us on the Roman guest line to talk week seven. Simon, let's start with tonight. Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum, this one's going to be ugly. What's your thoughts on this game? The Broncos still getting points here going up against Case Keenum. Yeah, I loved it at three and a half of Teddy. That that was a good number. It's starting to shift now where you, you actually might be finding value in the Browns here. Uh, Case Keenum, we know he's not a good quarterback. But is he that much worse than a bro, like you know, an injured Baker? I'm not sure. It, it's, it's moved mm-hmm. down a point and a half now, so... It's definitely one of those interesting lines where if they were on the road, maybe I, I would like the Broncos at home. But since the Broncos are going on the road, short week, playing against arguably a team that, you know, they're not as bad as Denver. Dem- Denver is a bad team right now. So it, it's actually shifted now where I'm, I'm leaning towards the Browns, where I did earlier in the week. I like the three and a half in Denver. Uh, the total, it's all the way down to 40 and a half. Supposed to be windy. Uh, reports of gusts up to 30 miles per hour in this matchup couple of uh, offenses on the Brown side you've got all these injuries and the Broncos they've just been looking terrible the last few weeks doing anything with the total Simon or any uh, player props yeah I, I, I always go towards the under in these kind of games of Cleveland it burned me last week with Arizona and Cleveland I mean that went way over the total but when you're talking high wins it, it just always leans itself to just teams running the ball so both these teams' identities are actually running the ball. And I like it when it opened. I think it opened at 42. And like you just said, now it's all down to 40. Still some value there. But once it crosses that 39 mark, you really can't take that under. That's that's one of those, if you are going to take it, maybe just put it in a teaser or do the over in a teaser. It's, it's too low at that point. Simon, let's jump here to some of the, the better games for Sunday. One we've talked a lot about this week, Cincinnati in Baltimore, two teams at the top of this division because of what's going on in Cleveland right now. Six and a half, this number's kind of sat on for a couple days. The Bengals getting six and a half points against the Ravens. Lamar's playing really well, but it, that, to me, feels like a lot of points for a divisional game with a, a good, pretty good Bengals team coming in. What's your read on this one? I'm right there with you. If uh, the Ravens were fully healthy, they had all their running backs, they had their whole offensive line, yeah, this line makes complete sense. But we're talking about a team here that, Okay, they had the ball bounce off the post going against the Lions. They got a really late fumble against the Chiefs, and they scored a touchdown. And we're talking about a Cincinnati team that they were a field goal away from beating Green Bay. So this line feels like it's off by three points either way. Um, It's really 
the, the the Ravens, this is this is you buying the peak of the Ravens. If you if you're taking the Ravens this week, just like we talk about buying stocks, you're literally buying at the worst number. This is the highest the Ravens will be in favor to the public this whole season. So to me, this is a no brainer kind of pick this week where the, the people are still saying to the Bengals, prove it to me. Show, show us that you deserve to be the team that can win this division and shouldn't be uh, plus six and a half against this banged up Ravens team. And I like the number. I, I feel like we're getting three points. It should be three and a half. It's six and a half. That's great value on this Bengals team. So uh, I, I like the number and I will be taking a little bit on the Bengals money line. And if you like that too, if you like taking the Bengals win straight up, there's still mm-hmm. great value on them to win the North if you want to make that bet. Isn't that wild? Doesn't it seem like that's a, that's a bit much? I, I saw a plus 950 earlier this week. Bizarre. And I saw, yeah, I saw yeah. plus 1,000. And I, and I made me think to myself, Vegas must know something. But maybe they don't. Maybe they're just saying to themselves, you know, this this Ravens team, this Browns team, they're they're the front runners. We should just keep it as is. But way too much value not to take the Bengals here. It's not like they're going to get worse throughout the season. The Bengals are just going to keep improving as Jamar Chase and – this whole offense is just going to start hitting. Uh, I, I think they're hitting right now. I, I think they're going to keep improving as the season goes along. Simon, there's some big numbers out there this week. I mean, really big numbers. Arizona, Houston, we're talking about 17.5 points. The Bears, Bucks, 12.5. And, and, of course, Goff and the Lions going to play McVay and the Rams. That's 15.5. Of those three, if you, had to take, um, if you had to take one of those favorites, would you lay it with any of them? Or are those all either stay away or you would take the points? It's so rare for me to take these big favorites, but it's all about situation. And, again, you have to get lucky to cover these big spreads when you're taking big favorites like this. But as a, as Bears fans know, this is literally the worst matchup they could possibly have against any team on paper. Uh, all the Bears can do is run the ball. They're going, they're going against easily the best run defensive football in the Buccaneers. They should pass the ball against the Buccaneers, so the Bucs have the worst pass defense. The Bears have one of the worst passing offenses. So that right there, I lean towards the Buccaneers. And we go over mm-hmm. this with the Lions and the Rams. Uh, there's going to be no one in the NFL that knows Jared Goff better than McVeigh. And as much as I would love to take the Lions here in a great bounce-back spot, like this is typically where they keep these games close. I cannot do it, just a simple factor. Matt, Matthew Stafford wants to crush this team. I, I really believe he wants to just destroy this Lions team. And they have no one in the secondary to stop him. And, again, it's a bad matchup. The sneaky play for me this week are the Cardinals. I, I really was hoping Terod Taylor was going to play. He's out, so now it's up to 17-and-a-half. This is a great look-ahead spot for Arizona. They're playing Green Bay in a short week next week on Thursday night. You have to think they, they kind of fall asleep at the wheel here, and they're playing against, you know, arguably the worst team of football you're getting 17 and a half points that that's a lot of points so for for them i feel like this is a trip up spot where you're getting good value in this texans team all right simon we're agreeing a lot i like that uh washington at green bay you know the football team jumped out early in the week as one of the more appealing options when it touched 10 and it was sitting nine and a half uh packers they're dealing with so many injuries and they just keep popping up multiple injuries again on the offensive line same thing with their linebackers uh the secondary's been all right though without jair alexander um but but now we're down to seven and a half can you explain this line move from touching 10 earlier in the week to now seven and a half we're almost back to the look ahead so it's funny this this group of pros they were the ones last week that 
they bet the Giants all the way down from 10.5 to 7.5. They're doing the same thing this week. They're all in on Washington for some reason against Green Bay. They bet it down now from 10 to 7.5. I talked to I think he's making a huge mistake. I, I thought he was making a mistake last week with the Giants. Like, I like fading the Giants at home. This week, he, he's kind of, I mean, again, their thinking is exactly what you just said. This, this Green Bay team, I think all professionals look at them as being a little overrated, that they're not as good as they played this year. And they've gotten a little lucky with a lot of these matchups. I've gone the other way. I think Green Bay, this is a great matchup for them. They're playing arguably one of the worst pass defenses in football. I don't know how Heineke is going to score on this defense. Uh, he, he just doesn't make the right choices. You've got to bang up McLaurin. Their running backs hurt. Just way too many injuries for this Washington team. So, yeah, if Washington was fully healthy and it was Fitzpatrick at quarterback, I would love this number. I, I would really, really love this number. But what Washington has right now, they're just not the team people are betting. So I will be on the other side. I'm going to go in chalk there. I'll take Green Bay. Simon Hunter, the Action Network, joining us here on Becky L. Daily as we talk week seven in the NFL. Simon, a game I'm sure a lot of tickets will come in on. The total is, I mean, it's gigantic. It's 57 and a half here. Chiefs at the Titans. Titans coming off the win on Monday night. Henry's running wild, as, as we always does. I mean, the guy's a freak. Chiefs coming in off a win last week. The number's four and a half. Where do you lean in this game? We know there's going to be points. Chiefs can't – I can't imagine them stopping Henry. Um, and then, of course, Mahomes on the other side with some turnovers this year, but they're still moving the football. Where, where do you lean on this one? Four and a half Chiefs in Tennessee. Yeah, definitely an interesting game, especially if you look at the analytics of it where there's regression coming for both sides. Like, Mahomes isn't going to keep turning the ball over. Uh, he's just been incredibly sloppy this season. Eventually, that's going to come the other way. Like, they're going to start getting that right, and they're going to start putting up way more points. This is just a bad matchup for them. Like, you just touched on, you can't, you can't play a team that has a better running back when you have a worse run defense. The Chiefs cannot stop anyone. So, you're telling me I'm getting a Tennessee team that most drives are going to be, you know, second and three, second and two, just because Henry's ripping off seven, eight-yard carries. You have to love Tennessee in this matchup. It, it is the classic. Whoever has the ball last is going to win. If you're giving me that four and a half points, five points, love it. Love that. Love the money line. This is a typical, you, you kind of want to sell on Tennessee because of what that happened on Monday night. They kind of should have lost that game. It was more Josh Allen slipped up, and they kind of got away with one there. So I don't feel like I'm buying too high on Tennessee here. I, I think we're still getting good price and good value on this Tennessee team. So as long as it stays above four, I will be taking Tennessee. Simon, I'm surprised that the market keeps back in San Francisco in this Sunday night spot coming off the bye, uh, going up against uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I know the Colts are dealing with a number of injuries early on in the week, but uh, Wentz is playing much better than most of us expected, certainly better than my guy Joe Giglio here. He, he can't stand your guy Carson Wentz. But, uh, you know, the, these numbers for the Colts, when you look in the last few weeks, like, wow, net yards per play last three weeks, they're number two in the NFL. Uh, are you buying? Are you taking a look at Indy as four-and-a-half-point dogs against Shanahan? Do not get this line at all. I didn't get it when they hung it. Uh, I understood if it was three, just, you know, they're giving the minus three to the 49ers because they're at home here. But why is Trey Lance favored four and a half over anybody? Very, very interesting that they hung this line this way. So could be a trap, but I'm, I'm happy to step into it. This Colts team, they're just humming right now. They got T.Y. back. Jonathan Taylor is just unbelievable. I really can't get over how good this kid is and how, again, Carson's looked good. It's typical Carson, though. He's still doing the, the stupid crap where he holds on the ball too long. and He, he just 
like I again as an Eagles fan, I enjoyed my time with Carson. I'm I'm glad he's gone because he just does these things where I, I just can never see him getting back to that form he had the year he should have won the MVP. So Carson's playing great right now. You're getting a good number. It's scary because it feels like a no-brainer. I just don't know any pros yeah. that aren't taking the Colts here. Um, so that's one of those I, I really like it. I'm slowing down how much I'm betting on it because it, it, it feels like it's too easy. Does Does your opinion change at all if it's Jimmy G? Yeah, I would actually like the 49ers in that spot if it was Jimmy G. Um, it, again, it's nothing against Trey Lance. He's just not ready. You, you can just tell by the way he plays. He's just not ready for this. And Jimmy, yeah, he's inconsistent. But he's more consistent than a rookie. Um, so, you know, if this if it is Jimmy, that, that honestly makes more sense why this line is four and a half. Simon, let's hit the Eagles game because we just were kind of talking uh, around them and through them. Uh, they're three-point dogs this week in Las Vegas. Eagles have had a, I guess, not not totally unpredictable two-and-four start. New coach, uh, you know, Hurts up and down, young quarterback. And they've lost to some of the best offense in the league with, with Mahomes and Prescott. What do you make of this game? And I just wonder about the Raiders. They rallied last week with the new coach, but I always think about fading that that second week with the new coach after they they all kind of rally together. Eagles getting three in Vegas. What do you make of the matchup? I kind of had the same thought as you when I first saw this line. Uh, I felt like Vegas did the same thing too, where they hung this line saying, "You know what? This is uh, this is a bad spot for this Oakland team. They just came off a really emotional, high, you know, stress whole week of just all of that." take down to that one game that really dominated Denver. Now they're coming home. They're kind of going to be feeling good. We have an Eagles team coming off, a, 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 you know, a game I think they could have won if they just had one or two stops there at the end by the defense. And extended rest, I feel like that's so important these kind of these weeks. Like you're getting, you know, we're into week six now. This extended rest is kind of a big deal. So everything points to you take the Eagles at three and a half. Now that it's down to three, yeah, it is appealing. Still like it at three, but like I hate pushes. But man, it, it's it's interesting this number didn't play it up because I thought the public would be coming in heavy on Las Vegas just because the Eagles looked so bad on Thursday night. Surprisingly, the the professionals have kept this line down, so it, it's definitely a pros versus Joe's game. That the, the pros will be on the Eagles and the Joes will be on Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> uh, Simon, we hit on most of the card. Any others that uh, you think are worth mentioning? We didn't uh, touch on Panthers, Giants, Falcons, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots, or even if you want to go to Monday night. Yeah, uh, it's actually it's one of those games. Uh, people have reached out to me about the Giants-Panther game. Um, a couple of professionals really like the Panthers. At two and a half, they took that number. I told them I'm done. I'm done with Sam Darnold. Like I, I just can't keep doing it week in and week out, yeah. the guy. So, I, I am all about feeding the Giants at home. But this week, I, I'll probably pass that one. I'm going to throw a little bit on the over, just because both these quarterbacks turn the ball over so much. You're looking for some cheap, easy red zone touchdowns when these guys turn it over. So, I do like the over in that game. And going to the Monday night, I, I was, uh, I was all in on Seahawks last week. I thought that was. The, the perfect matchup for them, you know, people are going to think this guy's a backup quarterback in Geno Smith playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger is a backup. No one really thinks of that guy as a starter anymore. So I thought you were getting good value in that game. For this week, the Seahawks are playing a really well-rested Saints team that's had a whole week to prepare for them. You know, they're coming off a bye week. I like the matchup. It all skews towards the Saints team. The Saints team is really good against the run. 
we saw the Seahawks need to run the ball now. Geno Smith to kind of get that offensive going. So uh, I'm out on them. Great stuff. Thanks to Simon Hunter. That was Simon Hunter on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation for ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckQL. On the other side, we'll dive into those really big favorites, the dogs. Is there value on teams like the Lions, a Jared Goff revenge game, or is it a McVay revenge game? Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.